0: Most of us have gotten used to paying for parking with our smartphone. Now, the co-creator of the locally-based pay-by-phone parking app is banking on our love for convenience in this latest venture. Glance Pay is a new mobile payment method that's been launched here in Vancouver. And joining us on the line to talk about this is the co-founder and COO of Glance Pay, Penny Green. Hello, Penny.
1: Hey, how's it going?
0: Excellent. Thank you for being with us. This is pretty exciting, isn't it?
1: Yes, it's really exciting. We just launched our app this week after years in development. Um, we signed 46 restaurants, and we're rolling them all out now. We're already in five. We'll be in the other 40, 40 by the end of the next couple months. And um, it's our, our, the reception to our app has been phenomenal so far.
0: How does it work? So I go into one of these 46 restaurants. What's next?
1: Yeah, for example, go to Saiwoo, go to Blue Martini, Jazz Cafe and Kids, go to Nuba Gastown. Um, when you sit down, enjoy your meal. When your bill comes, if you've got your app downloaded, you just take a picture of the bill, and it takes you about two seconds to decide how much you want to pay and what your tip will be, and you're done. And then you can leave. Wow. So it's very, it's very fast. It's, it's fun to use it because it's so fast. And in every restaurant you eat, you'll get extra rewards at that restaurant. So that's double rewards on top of whatever you're collecting with your MasterCard, or your Visa, or your Amex.
0: Right. So I'm thinking now, if I'm a restaurant and I have this app going for me, so I'm used to paying fees to the credit card or to Interact or whomever uh, system I'm using, is your app to replace those services?
1: Yeah. I mean, our goal is to be the fourth pillar in payments in restaurants. So you can people will continue to use their credit cards directly. Some people use their debit cards, some people use cash, and then people start to use their mobile phones, hopefully Glance Pay. Now the restaurant, when they use Glance Pay, when somebody uses Glance Pay, the restaurant's gonna pay us a fee that's that's very similar to what they're paying to the existing credit card market. Well
0: that's what I was gonna ask you. What is the number?
1: Well I can tell you it's 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 a very complicated number because Visa and MasterCard and Amex all have different amounts for every type of of card, but it ranges between one5 and 3%.
0: And that's what you're charging your your clientele?
1: We're we're very competitive. In fact, we tell every restaurant that we're confident we can meet or beat whatever they're paying.
0: And uh, is there a user fee? Like, in other words, if I I use it.
1: It's completely free to download. There's absolutely no fees at all. And, in fact, you save money because, for example, at Saiwoo, and at Blue Martini, you get almost a 10% reward. So at Sai Wu, which is a beautiful restaurant in Chinatown, if you spend $300, you immediately get a $30 credit through the app as wow. a reward. Um, at Blue Martini, if you spend $200, you get a $20 reward. So not only is it free, but you're, you're saving a lot of money and you're getting credit.
0: How long did it take to put this together?
1: It took us about two years. Desmond Griffin, the co-founder, he was the CEO of Pay by Phone and founder of Pay by Phone. He took that to um, over 100 cities around the world, and tens of millions of processing tens of millions of mobile payments every year. And he sold it about five years ago. And then he started thinking about what his next um, venture would be. And he really wanted to improve the experience in restaurants because of the problem now with the, with the current payment machines is they're so cumbersome. There's not enough of them, and people get very frustrated when they have to wait 10 to 20 minutes to pay their bill. Absolutely. So he wanted to create something to solve that. And it's quite a complicated payment system. It's comprised of several apps. There's a restaurant app, and then there's a user app. So it took us a couple of years to put it all together and get it ready for launch.
0: Sure. So, I mean, with the pay, when you're parking, for example, pay by phone, you've got a prompt. You've got somebody, a recorded voice on the other end, uh, guiding you, prompting you, telling you what to do. Is that necessary, or is that, is that part of the service with this
1: new app? Our app is so easy to use. Anybody can take a picture with their phone. Uh, when you download the app, you can go to the Apple Pay, um, the Apple App Store right now and download it very, very fast. You get all your information there in a couple of seconds. Really, just take a picture of your credit card and put your name and phone number in. And then when you go to use it again, it's just taking a photo of of the invoice at the restaurant. Now, if you have any problems, you can call the customer service number. We we have people monitoring it twenty four hours a day.
0: Mm-hmm. I bet that uh, you'd probably like to see some of the big fast food players like like McDonald's, for example, on, on this program.
1: Well, you know, it's a sort of different, that's a different um, industry, really. What we are catering to is a sit-down restaurant. Okay. The sit-down restaurant industry is, I think it's about $17 billion in Canada, and it's, it's huge in the States. And that industry is the one that really has a problem because that's where you're sitting down, you're waiting for the waitress to come over, to bring the machine over. It takes an average of eight minutes to get your payment done with the current system. And so our payment system solves that problem. Once you get your bill, it takes two seconds to pay. So the, the tables are able to be turned over faster for the restaurants. The restaurants need less of the server's attention. And for the users, it's just a way better experience. Yeah,
0: and, and this is what the world's come to when, when eight minutes of our lives is so critical that we need an app on our phone to pay our restaurant bill. And, and I say what that is- tongue-in-cheek, but I mean, that's really what it's come down to, isn't it? It's that we're so time-pressed and so uh, so intent on squeezing every second out of every minute that we want yeah, to... F- I mean,
1: it's, it's, some, it's for someone to do with time, but it's also just, it's so convenient. I mean, you can go out without your credit card. You don't have to give your credit card to anybody. In fact, you never give your credit card number to the restaurant when you use our app. So it's a lot more secure. And being able to go out with just your phone is convenient. So even if you're not in a rush and you're going out and you're spending a leisurely three hours at dinner, like I did last night at the Barefoot Beaster in Whistler, um, you know, it's still great to be able to pay with your phone if you can.
0: Oh, you name dropper, you. <laughs> <laughs> what happens if you go into a restaurant? Because some are adopting a no phone policy now. <laughs> what are you going to do oh, when I they say, know. you can't use your phone? Oh,
1: I don't think we'll be signing up with those restaurants. No. I don't know of any of them.
0: Probably not. Well, it sounds like a, it sounds like a good, uh, a great idea. Uh, the only thing that I wanted to ask you is uh, before we, we part ways here is what, is, what is my assurance that the information I provide to GlancePay is in fact secure?
1: We follow the top of the line payment standards for being secure. We don't keep a record of the credit card. Everything's um, everything's itemized in a very secure fashion. Desmond Griffin, as the CEO of Pay by Phone, built that company to 10 million users, and he knows the top of the line security protocols you have to follow. Mm-hmm. So we can't tell people what those are because then that would give hackers <laughs> the ability to break it. But we can just give people the assurance that it's very secure.
0: So this is iOS and Android.
1: Android will be released soon. We've been in testing. We're going to be having an announcement out about it next week. So we are a public company. We just started trading this week on the Canadian Securities Exchange under the symbol G-E-T, GET. And so if people want to read more about um, what we're doing, they can go to glancepay.com or they can go to glance.tech and uh, read up about our company or our product.
0: Why don't you tell us right now when the, the Android app will be launched?
1: Well, I, I, I'm i governed by the rules of public disclosure, so oh. I can tell you if you watch our website this week, we will be making a press announcement about it.
0: Okay, so you're not, we're not going to get any scoops here.
1: I can tell you that it's, it's going to be a great announcement.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to look at this app because uh, it sounds interesting, and I like the idea, and I, th- I think that uh, given the background with uh, uh, the pay-by-phone system, that that this this will probably be a huge success. So we wish you uh, good luck and continued success. Penny Green is the co-founder and COO of GlancePay. Thank you for your time today.
1: Thank you very much.
0: Nice talking to you. And uh, we'll take a quick break on Vancouver Consumer from Newstalk 980 CKNW energy savings in and of themselves may not be a big motivator for homeowners but the combination of energy savings and finding solutions to home issues to improve thermal comfort that's too hot, too cold, or too drafty, or reduce moisture and condensation issues may more effectively motivate you to invest in home energy upgrades. And to help us with home energy efficiency and what offers are available, we call on Glennis Verholst of City Green Solutions. Good morning to you, Glennis.
2: Good morning, Ian.
0: Nice to talk to you again. Uh, there's uh, this is the time of year when people they think about nothing when it comes to their house nobody wants to talk about their house because uh, we're in between seasons the weather's still pretty nice we haven't turned the heat on yet we don't have condensation issues but in fact now is a good time to be thinking about upgrades not only because of the offers but because uh, you can get ahead of things if uh, I got that pretty much close to right
2: yeah definitely and you know if you had trouble getting to sleep in the hot hot days of the summer because it was just too hot in your house. It's probably a good indication that your house needs some energy efficiency upgrades before the cold winter comes around.
0: What's the HERO program and what changed on September 1st? All
2: right. So on September 1st, the our, our utilities, BC Hydro and Fortis BC, uh, updated their rebate program for energy-saving upgrades. So um, they're now calling them the Home Renovation Rebates And there are some extra dollars available. So um, if you're looking at increasing your attic wall or basement insulation, there's lots, there's thousands of dollars available to you. Um, Same thing with upgrading your heating system or your hot water system, uh, adding some bathroom fans. uh, There's rebates as well. If you do three or more qualifying upgrades, you can get some bonus money on top uh, so there's, there's lots of help out there to help you with them.
0: Um, what kind of money are we talking about?
2: Well, um, if you're improving your wall insulation, and there's lots of walls in Vancouver that haven't been insulated yet, you can get up to $1,200 for your walls. So if you're replacing uh, you know, your siding, it might be a good idea to stick some insulation on there before you do. Um, then for uh, attic insulation, it's a simpler upgrade, and so there's up to $600 for that. And for your basement and crawl space, it's up to $1,000 um, for adding insulation there. And, you know, you could be losing a lot of heat through your basement and, you know, not enjoying your basement as much as you could. If you want to finish that and enjoy spending time down there, insulating it can make a big difference.
0: Do you have any idea when uh, we talk about, like, for example, $1,000 for insulation in the walls, yeah, what a standard, uh, I'm just throwing out 2,400 square foot home, uh, what would the the cost of that type of insulation? So I'm trying to determine what what would be the total of the job and and how much against that $1,000?
2: Oh, that's such a good question, Ian. And a lot of it really depends on what your house looks like. So do you have some insulation in there already? Um, or uh, how long ago your house was built in terms of what can be done, and then the treatment that you decide to do. So, for instance, if you're wanting to do, um, uh, if you happen to be doing a renovation where you're already taking down your drywall, then it's easy to, um, you know, put some... Uh, roll insulation in there, some bat insulation. But uh, otherwise, you can just um, make some holes in your walls and uh, get a professional to do some blown-in insulation or some spray foam insulation. Or, again, as I mentioned, if you're taking off your siding anyway and want to put some rigid foam out there on the outside, um, all of those have very different costs associated with them. Um, so a lot of it depends on your house. Um, but these these rebates will not cover... Uh, like the whole cost, but they definitely go a long way, and then you have the savings afterwards yeah.
0: as well. I guess what I'm trying to figure out is is uh, would that thousand dollars represent ten percent of the job, or five percent, or maybe twenty five percent? I doubt that it's twenty five, but I'm just trying to I'm trying to figure out uh, roughly what where. I mean, a thousand dollars is a lot of money, but if it's up against a twenty five thousand dollar job, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So. Uh, are we sending people out to spend twenty five thousand dollars to save a thousand or or is there is this a greater incentive
2: I would say if you have a smaller house, it can cover a good portion of the costs and then you recoup the rest of it with your energy savings over right. time
0: and now here 's the other ugly question for you, Glennis, and you know I had to ask how long would it take to recoup for example, if we uh, and i don 't expect you to have an answer you 're going to say something like uh, you 'll save a lot, but let 's take that twenty four hundred square foot uh, square foot house. And how much in energy savings would we realize and over what period of time?
2: <laughs> you know, my answer is always it depends because it depends on how air sealed your house is, how well your windows and doors are performing, and what you're using for heating. So if you have an efficient heating system, uh, then you'll spend less money. But if you have an inefficient heating system and you do uh, your insulation upgrades, then that makes a, a bigger dent in the dollars that you have to spend to heat your house because of that uh, inefficient system. So they all really work together and that's why working with an energy advisor can really help you make a decision about what um, upgrade is going to make the most sense for your budget and your goals.
0: So that's, uh, well I'm glad you brought that up because I think it's important that we all look at our homes as a system, not as an individual window or an individual door or an individual piece of siding or roof or whatever the envelope is, that the entire ho- house makes up a system in which we use energy and which we can reduce the consumption of that energy in order to save money and also have a, a positive environmental effect. So that, And if we agree on that, we would go to the next uh, part of this conversation which would be to have an energy advisor come in and uh, what is the current term for the evaluation today
2: that's right it's an energy guide home evaluation
0: and what is that and how does it work
2: so uh, you would invite an energy advisor who's registered through the federal government Natural Resources Canada program to come to your house for up to three hours and to look at your home from attic to foundation um, for uh, energy efficiency situation and potential. So looking at your insulation levels, looking at your air leakage levels and testing that with the blower door test, checking out your heating system and hot water system, uh, your ventilation levels and your um, windows and doors, and then putting that all into an energy modeling software program. Um, And out of it comes a report that lets you know how efficient your home is right now and how efficient it could be if you made uh, some energy saving upgrades. And those upgrades are given to you in priority order so you know uh, if you're you know, maybe you and your spouse are having an argument about whether it's more important to do insulation or to get a new heating system.
0: Does that happen? Uh,
2: save on your- oh, definitely.
0: You mean that spouses <laughs> argue about stuff like
2: that? <laughs> definitely, because, you know, how do you know? Are, are Is getting windows the, the solution to, new windows get the solution to uh, that cold spot where you want to sit and read your novel or a better insulation going to help more. And then the energy advisor can really answer those kinds of questions um, with their background in building science and just give you the information that you need to make a plan that's going to work for you and give you information that you need to talk to contractors as well so you know what the, the technologies that are available are and what techniques to be making sure that they're doing uh, to make your house work better.
0: What I like about this evaluation I think more than anything else uh, apart from the obvious is the the priority. So because this is the thing that I think a lot of homeowners scratch their head over, should I do windows or should I do my heating system? Should I do doors? What should I do and what in what order should I do it? That's something most homeowners don't know and what a, an energy advisor can point out I take.
2: Exactly, exactly. It takes the guesswork out of things. Um, so that you're more equipped when you're talking with contractors.
0: What I'd like you to do, because I, I think this is interesting, and I, and I would like to understand how this blower test works, uh, the the blower door test. Can you walk through that and give us a 101 on it?
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a tool that you've probably never seen in any other context. So the Energy Advisor will set up, this very large fan in your front door and seal it off with this big canvas uh, uh, frame. And then the advisor will turn on the fan and have gauges attached. And that will draw air out of your home and simulate strong winds blowing on all areas of your house, top, sides, and bottom. Um, And then you can go around the house and feel where that air is coming in as if it was you know a strong wind blowing and you could feel those drafts made very clear to you Um, and then the gauges also measure uh, just how leaky your house is so if you added up all of the holes in your building envelope by building envelope i mean the things that separate the inside of your house from the outside Mm -hmm. um, then you can find out the equivalent leakage area and how many times the air changes over in your house per hour. And that makes a big difference for all sorts of things. So for us, um, in more humid areas of the province, it makes a difference in terms of how much ventilation we should be having to get uh, all that stale, moist air out of our house. It makes a difference um, for those in parts of the province where radon is an issue to make find out if there's uh, the risk for uh, radon concentration in the home. Uh, and it makes a difference if you have combustion devices in the home, so wood, uh, gas, oil, etc., to find out if there's any chance of uh, that combustion devices being pulled into your house and making you sick with carbon monoxide and other poisons, uh, or whether that's not a concern in your house, and if it is, what to do about it. So all of those things happen, and then the advisor will, like, bring you through the house and you can feel where these air leaks are and these air leaks are causing problems in your house whether you know it or not Um, it's putting moisture where it doesn't belong inside your walls and inside your attic Um, it's letting bugs in it's letting dust in Um, and you know whether you're having problems with moisture in the winter time or whether you have a house that's too dry in the winter time if you're in some of our colder places and having problems with static electricity or with nosebleeds or sore throats all of these problems are actually, um, can be addressed, uh, at least uh, in part through air sealing work.
0: Let me, let me so stop you, you there, Glennis, me? I'll stop you there, so I want to give you a chance to catch your breath. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just very, very quickly before we break, I'm going to hold you over if you don't mind. Can you stay with us? Yes, definitely. Uh, two very quick answers. Do you, in fact, check for radon gas?
2: No, we check for the conditions of air leaky in air leakage in your house. Right. But okay. You do have to have a separate radon test, but we will let you know if there's problems about um, the risk of concentration of radon. When you
0: talk desk. about envelope, is the roof included in the envelope?
2: Well, uh, that depends. If you're if you've got a flat ceiling um, and there's insulation up there, then yes. Um, Hang on a
0: sec. We'll uh, we'll get back into that uh, answer in a moment because we're just out of time. We want to get the news headlines at the CKNW newsroom, and we'll do that in a moment. More with Glennis Verholst from City Green Solutions on Vancouver Consumer. News Talk 980 CKNW. Welcome back. We're talking to Glennis Verholst. She is the communications coordinator for City Green Solutions. Glennis, what is City Green Solutions?
2: City Green Solutions is an energy efficiency nonprofit organization. And so we help you with uh, understanding um, all of the opportunities available to you to improve uh, the energy efficiency of your home or business and to make it more comfortable and um, save on your energy bills.
0: And part of what you do or don't do, in fact, is uh, you don't provide the service. So, in other words, if you uh, go to somebody's home to do an energy evaluation uh, and it's just say for example that windows is determined to be your top priority you won't then turn around and say look I want to sell you these windows and we'll install them too.
2: Exactly so that you know that the information you're getting from us is independent and unbiased and based on building science.
0: That's really important to know Mm -hmm. and and so this is uh the the energy evaluation is under the the umbrella of EnerGuide, which is Natural Resources Canada.
2: That's right. So the federal government has been studying up about building science and uh, has this tool similar to when you buy products, um, appliances, etc., and look at their energy efficiency rating. That's available for homes as well.
0: Are you certified or licensed to do this, or uh, what is the accreditation for, for what City Green Solutions does?
2: So City Green is a licensed service organization to deliver the EnerGuide rating service for new homes as well as for existing homes. So if you're planning on a, building a new construction, then uh, you can talk with us about making that energy efficient as well.
0: Now, some people would argue that the EnerGuide rating system is outdated. Uh, how would you respond to that?
2: Oh, that's an interesting question. We've, um, the EnerGuide rating system just got updated in April of this year. And it now has a little bit more information for you at your fingertips once you have your home evaluated. So it gives you your um, modeled energy consumption per year in gigajoules. And it tells you how much that is in terms of how many barbecues you'd need. <laughs> so, you know, it makes it a little bit easier for you to understand. Right. Um, and it also tells you uh, the greenhouse gas emissions that uh, you're modeled to uh, uh, be emitting every year.
0: Is that new, that part, the greenhouse emission?
2: That's new this or
0: greenhouse year. gas I should say
2: That's right, that's new this year um, and we'll also tell you uh, you know your uh, energy intensity per square meter or square foot, um, which is also an interesting rating. So that's available and it also has now updated uh, to include um, very prominently if you're creating your own energy on site. So if you've got solar panels or Mm -hmm. uh, other things, uh, that then subtracts from your uh, energy usage um, on The, the label.
0: The greenhouse gas emissions, I think, is really important for people to understand because most of us don't realize just how much residential living produces greenhouse gas emission, which is attributed to climate change, and some of the, the associated problems with that. So I think that's a good step forward, and I'll have to uh, I'll have to bring myself up to date with, uh, with the new uh, inner guide guidelines. Uh, I want to go back to what we were talking about before the break, Lennis, and that was uh, whether the roof itself was considered to be part of the building envelope.
2: Oh, yes. So the building envelope is just basically what separates the inside of your house, the heated part of your house, from the outside unheated part of the house. So if you've got an unheated... Uh, attic, and then you've got a roof on top of that, then mm, not so much. But uh, really, like it follows the air barrier.
0: Mm -hmm. Okay. So just to quickly review, we talked about what was the HERO program has now been renamed uh, the uh, Home Renovation Rebate or the HRR program up to uh, $1,000 in rebates available for envelope um, remediation, if I can put it that way. So far, so good?
2: Well, there's $1,000 for basement insulation, $1,200 for wall insulation, uh, $600 for attic insulation, up to $500 for draft proofing, and then uh, there's also uh, uh, thousands of dollars for space and uh, water heating systems, so ductless heat pumps, efficient gas furnaces, efficient gas water heaters, and there's also um, a bonus offer, so if you do three or more qualifying upgrades... Um, you can get $750 more. Um, And if you happen to be in select communities, um, that $750 grows by another $500 up to $1,250. So that's available in the city of Vancouver, in New Westminster, um, and some places on the island as well. Um, And if you are, uh, so if you do a lot of energy saving upgrades, there are there's a lot of money available to help you so out. If you're doing and that's a... only some the of them. So you can check yeah. it out on the utility websites for the whole uh, menu of uh, uh, rebates that are available.
0: So Vancouver and uh, New Westminster have a further $500, is, is that is that correct? Uh, a further $500 available to New Westminster residents and Vancouver residents. Is that money from the city itself?
2: It's a collaboration between the communities and the utilities to provide that extra uh, incentive for you. And if you're in the city of Vancouver, you'll need to get an energuide uh, uh, evaluation before you start your renovations for most uh, uh, renovations that require a permit. You anticipated
0: my next question. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so, so, what does that what does that mean? When you have an energy evaluation, we talked about what it is. Uh, and how you go about it. You call City Green Solutions, for example, as a provider of that service. How much is that service, and, and does that go against uh, your your rebate?
2: That is a good question. So again, another great thing that happened since September 1st uh, is that there's now an extra $150 from the utility programs towards your energy evaluation costs. Good news. Good news. So The costs differ in each community because some communities have discounts available. Mm -hmm. um, And uh, they also differ because of uh, depending on the size of your home and if you have a suite and that kind of thing. So just call City Green and we'll let you know about the costs um, for your house and your community. um, And then tell you all about the rebates that you can access to help you with all to cover all of your
0: upgrade costs. I think that even if you don't act upon the report that you get from an energy advisor at Cindy Green Solutions, the information is invaluable. It will tell you a lot about your home that you probably didn't stop to think about or were completely unaware of. And once you know where these problems exist, then you can go forward at your own pace or you can accelerate the pace and uh, take advantage of these offers. How long are these offers valid for?
2: That's a good question, too. So if you do an upgrade that you can access um, rebates for, you have to apply within six months of doing that upgrade. And you can fill in that application yourself. And then if you're working with an energy advisor, you can access special extra rebates, um, including the draft-proofing rebate of up to $500 and that bonus offer of $750 or more in select municipal partner offer communities. Um, And you have three years from the time of your first evaluation uh, in order to access those rebates now.
0: You say your first evaluation, so uh, you have to have an evaluation before, prior to any work being done, whether it be done by yourself or by a licensed contractor, and then you have to have a subsequent evaluation once the work has been performed?
2: Well, exactly. After you're, you've done all the work, wouldn't you want your report card with your new EnerGuide rating to show off how energy efficient it is?
0: I'd like a trustworthy contractor that does what they say they're going to do.
2: <laughs> so um, once you have the Energy Advisor come back, they will retest the house, including your air leakage uh, improvements so that you can access that $500 uh, draft proofing rebate. And they'll give you your updated Guide score, which you can put on your... Um, a uh, house listing if you're wanting to sell your home to show that somebody who's independent has come and verified how energy efficient it is so people know if they're going to buy an energy guzzler uh, or something that's uh, a little bit lighter on the wallet than the planet.
0: Are there any additional incentives for heritage properties? Because obviously those properties, if they have not already been retrofitted, would be, uh, from an energy conservation perspective, would be in a lot worse shape than something, let's say, a little bit newer, built uh, in the modern era.
2: Yes. So um, there are some great opportunities for heritage homes to uh, become more energy efficient while still maintaining those heritage characteristics that are so important in our cities. And uh, if you live in the city of Vancouver, I encourage you to check out the um, uh, Vancouver Heritage Foundation's uh, rebate program that's available for certain older homes. Um, And then uh, there isn't anything particular from the utilities uh, for heritage homes currently, um, well, that's, that's for
0: the city right. of Vancouver. So, vancouverheritagefoundation.org is their website and that's that program for heritage uh house uh, retrofit or renovation uh in, in the inner Guide Sense is also something that City Green Solutions is working on. Have you not partnered with them?
2: That's right. So, um th- we're working with the Vancouver Heritage Foundation on the uh rebate program that is for older homes that are um, currently producing, you know, a significant amount of greenhouse gas emissions, and uh, it gives a financial reward for decreasing uh, greenhouse gas emissions through energy-saving upgrades.
0: So what's the bottom line here? What's our takeaway? Because we've talked a, a, about a lot of things. How, how can we boil this down in summary?
2: Well, uh, if you want to improve the comfort, durability, and uh, efficiency of your home, if you don't like the idea of waste and you'd like to be a saving home instead, um, then there are rebates available to help you with improving the energy efficiency of your home. Uh, there's lots of different things that you can do. Um, and if you want some uh, guidance along the way for choosing um, the, the best options for your house, then give us a call. Uh, we're City Green.
0: And another thing to keep in mind when it comes to, let's say, natural gas consumption, that if you have, for example, a natural gas fireplace or a natural gas cook uh, cooktop or an oven or a dryer or a water heater, all of these things should be checked at least once a year by a licensed gas fitter to make sure that they are operating at their optimum in order for you to save energy in that respect.
2: Yes, that's right.
0: Is that something that you also offer at City Green Solutions or is that another department?
2: That would be a licensed gas fitter that's not us unfortunately.
0: No, not at all. I think uh, what you do is great work. I like the idea that you're independent. And that when you come into somebody's home to do an evaluation, you're not there to sell them anything, but help them to determine where their energy losses are and where they can improve. And I also think that what's most important here is two things, is learning about your own home, you'll be fascinated by that, and also to have a list of priorities. What needs to be done first in order for this to make sense and for you to maximize the rebates and incentives that are being offered? Exactly. CityGreenSolutions.ca or is it CityGreen.ca?
2: CityGreen.ca
0: and uh, it is actually CityGreen Solutions, but CityGreen.ca mm-hmm. will get you onto the website, and uh, you can go from there and find out what is available. If you missed any of this, and uh, we thank Glenis Verhulst once again, communications coordinator at CityGreen Solutions. I hope mm-hmm. that you enjoyed the rest of your weekend, and as always, we appreciate your time and your insight.
2: Well, thank you so much, Ian. It's always a pleasure.
0: And we'll come back in just a moment on Vancouver Consumer, here on News Talk 980 CKNW. If you'd like more information on City Green Solutions, again, it's citygreen.ca. Ask about the EnerGuide Energy Evaluation, which uh, now has $150 possible to receive towards that evaluation. If you're having work done on these uh, rebates and incentives, you will have to have two energy evaluations, one before the work has started and one at the completion of the work. And it's important to note that, for example, if you're a do-it-yourselfer and you've already started the job, you won't qualify. So you should keep that in mind or at least fess up when you make your inquiries. So you can do the work yourself and still get the incentive. However, you can have started once you apply if that makes sense at all i sure hope it does it can be a bit confusing so if you want more information about that go to citygreen.ca or go to cknw.com and you can listen to the podcast to hear what Glenis verholz had to say also uh, the same can be said for glance pay which is a new app for paying for your meals in restaurants and i believe she said there was 46 restaurants that are now part of that program A three-wheeled electric vehicle could soon be on sale here in Canada, and it's made right here in Vancouver by Electra Mechanica. Uh, They are unveiling their one-seat solo. Perhaps you've seen a picture that it's got three wheels, two in the front, one in the back. Once it gets government approval, it could hit the market as soon as this November at a cost of around $15,500. So two wheels in the front, one in the rear, and it's 10 feet long. It's powered by a lithium-ion battery that can go 100 miles on a charge. And it has a top speed, according to this, of 128 kilometers per hour. (laughs) I can't imagine sitting in that thing going that fast, but you just never know. It's kind of like a little rocket. It's a cool-looking machine and might do very well as a commuter car in this market. General Motors is recalling about 4 million vehicles worldwide to fix an airbag software defect that's been linked to at least one death. The recall covers 362,000 cars in Canada. The company says in rare cases, the car's computers can go into test mode and the front airbags won't inflate on a crash. The seatbelts also might not function. GM will notify customers and update the software for free. Mazda is recalling more than 759,000 cars and SUVs in Canada and in the United States because the rear hatches can fall on people and injure them. The recall covers certain 2010 through 2013 Mazda 3 compacts as well as 2012 through 2015 Mazda 5 vans. Also included are certain 2013 to 2016 CX-5 and 2016 CX-3 SUVs. Mazda says the corrosion protection coating applied to the hatch lift supports at the factory wasn't sufficient. And Ford is also adding about a million and a half SUVs and vans to their recall list for doors that can pop open while the vehicles are moving. The recall expansion includes the 2012 through 2015 Ford Focus, the 2013 to 2015 Ford Escape and C Max, the 2015 Ford Mustang and Lincoln MKC, and the 2014 through 2016 Ford Transit Connection small van. The expansion brings the total number of uh, vehicles recalled for Ford to nearly 2.5 million. You can always call your dealer and ask for information as to whether your car or vehicle has been recalled, and they'll just ask you for the VIN number. While August uh, home sales uh, indeed did see a slump, pre-sale condos are hotter than ever, according to CKW's report from Emily Lazzerton. Uh She talked to Fifth Avenue Real Estate Marketing, and they show that sales are on track to set a new record in Metro Vancouver. According to Scott Brown, who's the president of Fifth Avenue Real Estate Marketing, he says that this year almost 13,000 new condominiums and townhouses were sold, which is up 53% in the first six months of this year compared to the same period in 2015. Projecting this year it will be 18,000 to 20,000 units sold, and how much of that goes to foreign buyers or what role do they play? In places like Coquitlam, Langley, South and Central Surrey, North Delta, etc., it's less than 5%. But if you were in Burnaby or Richmond, that number would likely skew higher, according to Scott Brown. He says sales are up because baby boomers are looking to downsize, and they're giving their kids money to enter the market. Hit the road, Jack. That's the message Apple is sending to part of the iPhone that's been around from the get-go, the headphone jack. Apple has announced the release of the iPhone 7 and 7 Plus, and in doing so, you may have heard it's taking the step of forcing people to cut the cord by eliminating the jack where the earbuds go. For those who prefer having a headset physically tethered to their device, the new iPhones will have earbuds, but they will plug into the iPhone's power port Users of older handsets can do the same using a new adapter that will be included with the new phone. Other features of the iPhone 7 and 7 Plus, a faster processor, better camera. In fact, the camera lets users take wide-angle and telephoto shots, and apparently also better with low lighting. And and for those new buds for the year, or the pods as they're calling them, apparently you can already buy an accessory similar to what people wear around their glasses when they hold them around their neck. Because the biggest fear right now with those things is, as cool as they are, you're going to lose them. And you might lose one and not the other. Apparently, you'll be able to buy one at a time. So I'm told, although I don't know that for a fact. Meanwhile, Samsung is getting ready to roll out a brand new flip phone. The Galaxy Folder 2 has the feel of a gold-plated Motorola Razor. Remember those? Samsung has smartened up the flip phone by having the Galaxy Folder 2 run Android. Besides the flip and keypad that we're used to seeing on the Folder 2, it'll have a touchscreen and a couple of good cameras. Scandinavian Airlines is banning passengers from using the new Samsung Note 7 smartphone on its flights because of concerns about fires. SAS spokesperson Frederick Hendrenson says he expects good understanding from our customers to not use or charge one or stow it in check baggage. He told the American press that it was a ban and not just a recommendation like the one issued by the U.S. Federal Aviation Administration, which said it can prohibit these devices until the Consumer Product Safety Commission issues a recall. Singapore Airlines also prohibits the use of charging of the Galaxy device during their flights, while others have said they would tell passengers not to check the Galaxy phone and to leave it switched off during flights. A newly installed ATM at an Ohio university is doling out the next best thing to money. Pizza. Xavier University in Cincinnati has partnered with a French company to install the first pizza ATM in North America. The company, Paline, says the machine will hold 70 pizzas at once. Mm so, so fresh. <laughs> Each medium-sized pizza will cost nine or ten dollars depending on the toppings. Customers will be able to use a touchscreen to select a pizza which will be heated for several minutes, placed in a cardboard box, and ejected through a slot, although some people may wonder what is the box and what is the pizza. Uh, although, if you ask those questions, you might be interested to know that Pailin says that pizza dispensers have been in Europe for 14 years now, typically in smaller towns and at gas stations or even pizzerias. Amanda Carpenter got trapped in in an Amtrak elevator at Baltimore-Washington International Airport back in February, February of 2016, so several months ago. She did what anybody else would do in that situation, most likely, and that is she tweeted at Amtrak saying that she was stuck and pleaded for help. Amtrak's official Twitter account came to the rescue eight months later. On February 14th, Amanda tweeted at Amtrak, guys, I'm trapped I'm trapped in Amtrak elevator at BWI airport help On Wednesday September 7th Amtrak tweeted back at Amanda Carpenter We're sorry to hear that are you still in the elevator True story Naked Donald Trump could be yours Haven't you always wanted a Naked Donald Trump one of the life sized Naked Trump Statues Artist Collective in Decline installed around the U.S. in early August will be sold at an upcoming auction. The statue is expected to fetch at least $10,000 U.S. in the sale being held on October 22nd. A portion of the, uh, the, of the auction proceeds will benefit the National Immigration Forum in the U.S. Uh, these statues, by the way, uh, in Hollywood Boulevard in Los Angeles and uh, San Francisco, Seattle, Cleveland, and New York. Three desk chairs at $10, pretty good uh, deal, so you get the desk and the chairs. Uh, the review that was on Amazon showed that the buyers are unhappy. Nothing wrong with the product, but they were a little upset when they failed to check the dimensions of the product. In fact, the teeny tiny furniture was made for dollhouses. It said right on the ad, 8 by 7 by 55 5 by one8 inches. And uh, this is our last story on Vancouver Consumer for today, and it's about an 18-year-old girl who escaped from an Australian correction center. And she responded to police after her mugshot was posted on Facebook. Facebook's becoming a tool that police departments use all the time. However, in this case, she asked them to please use a better picture. In fact, she even provided a new photo of herself for them to post on Facebook. That's another true story. My name is Ian Power. Thank you for sharing your weekend with us. Uh, Matt Humphreys is our uh, technical producer today. Shane Foxman is coming up with Vancouver Weekend or CKNW Weekend. That's next on News Talk 980 CKNW.